Welcome to Bad Choices and Good Stories. We are back with my boy, McGuire. Uh, it has been a rough day uh, for him. Uh, he's had a lot going on here recently. Uh, so I'm going to turn it over to him and let him explain what's going on. And we're going to try our best to help him out. You know what? There's a lot of negativity that I've got to say. But I would like to start off with the positive. Because it's not all bad. Right. Last night, I was promoted at work. Yes, sir. It's a promotion that I was technically hired for. I've been doing something like a working interview for almost two months now. And I've been officially promoted. I'm making two more dollars an hour. I get to be in charge of people for the first time in my life. At least my adult life. <laughs> and tonight was my first night actually doing the job. And it went without a hitch. All the people were very cooperative. None of them were insubordinate with this, you know, virtually overnight change in authority. And we got out of there in a pretty good amount of time. And I appreciated their hard work and their ability to, you know, adapt to the fact that I was now their boss in some form. It was really cool. Um, I, I appreciated that. I know that I've earned it because my back hurts. You know, if your back hurts, you've been working hard. That's right. See, my back hurts, my knees hurt, my back hurts. Oh, I'm tight right now. Everything. Um, so, I decided tonight, in honor of my successful first night in this promoted position, I was going to go out to Opelika. I was going to see this girl I like. I was going to listen to some live music. I was going to drink. Have a good night. I feel like I've earned that. It started off good. I had a nice drive out. I got there, got a couple drinks in me. Drank them in, for me, what is record time. And I'm enjoying the music. All of a sudden, as I'm sitting there, drinking my drink, this old yee-yee-looking motherfucker is walked up to the girl that I'm there to see. The girl who a week ago confessed that at least sometimes she has feelings for me the way I have feelings for her. Now, let me clarify what sometimes means. This girl has got some heavy depression, and she takes antidepressant medication for this depression, which is known to have a very numbing effect both emotionally, mentally, and physically. So, sometimes is a lot bigger of a deal in this scenario than for normal people. So I'm willing to accept that for what it is and appreciate it. Now, a week ago, I get this information that it's a mutual thing. But tonight, this yee-yee motherfucker is up on her, grabbing ass, 10 feet away from me, very much in my field of vision. She knows this because she's been serving me all night. She knows I'm there, we've had conversations. So tell me how we have these mutual feelings but she's cool to just fuck around on people in my face. That's where she's lost me. There are a lot of other issues that I've had lately, like her inability to properly express what she's thinking and feeling, her unwillingness to continue the conversation we had last week because it was definitely left unfinished. And when I bring it up, she makes it very clear that she's not ready to finish this conversation. And for me, I don't like it. I'm the type of person where I need to be able to finish this conversation because I need to know exactly what I'm dealing with. I can't process any information until I have it all. 
because then I'm not getting the full picture. So, how the fuck does this bitch feel any type of thing for me, but is going to be acting like a hoe in my face? And I guess she didn't expect me to get upset about it, even though she knows that I've had feelings for her for, a for quite some time now, because she hasn't even said, I'm sorry that you had to see that. It wouldn't be such a big deal if she would have at least tried to compromise with herself and meet me in the middle and try to understand why I feel the way I do or what's going on in my head, even though I've made it very clear to her. So basically where I'm at is this is just another bitch in a long line of bitches that don't appreciate what I'm able to bring to the table. I've got a good job. I just got a promotion. I'm making good money. I'd like to think that for all my faults, I still stand as a very good guy. I try to do right by everybody I come across in the ways that I can. I might not be able to give a crackhead at the gas station $5 all the time, but I try to help people. I try to live my life the way I think is morally acceptable in this society. And yet, at every twist and at every turn, anytime there's a bitch involved, they somehow find a way to make me feel inadequate. Like I don't matter. Like I'm just an entertainment for the weekend and by the time Monday comes, I'm just in the wind. For all my faults, I don't think that I deserve that. So what I would like to know is why the fuck does this shit keep happening? Um, you know, sitting here listening to you explain this situation to me, uh, for me personally, I know where you're coming from. I, I have seen the work that you've been putting in. I've seen the way that you've expressed your feelings towards her. Um, and, I've, and I know. You know, I've been to, <laughs> to see her, I've been to meet her, like, I, I know this person. And then to hear this, I think what the people need to understand is that this girl in particular, she is, she is broken. Don't get me wrong, she has got her flaws, she has, she's been through a lot. Um, but my issue is the fact that if my man is willing to be open and honest and vulnerable with you why can't you do the same and i understand you know people people have their trauma they have their past or whatever the case may be but at some point you have to you have to move forward you know you have to be willing to let the past be the past and continue on with your life and for me the way it sounds and just knowing her and seeing her, it seems like she's not ready to give that up. It seems like she's enjoying the lifestyle that she's had. Um, yes, I've been broken and there's been all these people here trying to save me and trying to help me. And I'm okay with this attention. Um, it seems like that that's what she has. She's gotten to that point of where she doesn't need to change. She can still be reserved and be hiding in her little closet or her little her little box and still have all these people around her showing her love and affection and attention because those are the things that she wants but she's not she's not necessarily ready or willing to just give herself up again um, and that's the way that it seems and this whole uh, I like you sometimes situation I, that doesn't sit right with me I don't completely understand that um, that that right there is very difficult I don't, I don't, I've never had anybody say that to me, um, so I don't understand, maybe somebody else understands, uh, if you're listening, you know, let me know what that means to you, what you think, but I know that you care for her, 
I know that your feelings for her are strong. I know that you have this wonderful connection with her. Um, but coming coming from your homeboy, I think that at this point, you've just got to let it go. You've just got to accept the fact that it's more than likely not going to happen. Um, just because I don't see any changes with her. Um, nothing about her behavior has changed. Nothing about her demeanor has changed. And uh, essentially, this isn't the first time that this has happened where you've had this anger or been upset because another guy has been around. And she just kind of like brushed it off like it was nothing. Um, and that for, that, for me, is a turnoff. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but me personally, if I've invested this time in you, I've been talking to you, snapping, you know, talking on the phone. I've been driving my ass back and forth to come and see you, hang out with you at work, doing all of these things just for you to, you know, be unappreciative of the things that I've done and just for you to be like, oh, well, there's another guy here. He's showing me attention. Fuck it. I'm just going to take this attention. Even though you spend all this time doing this and that and the other, that right there is a turn off, and that right there I find to be highly disrespectful. And that's just me personally. So I I honestly think that you should just go ahead and accept the fact that it's not gonna happen. You know, if you need to cry, cry. If you gotta be upset, do whatever you need to do um, to move forward and just get past that and continue on with your life. Because you continuing to, to let this harbor, you know, and to hold this inside, it's only gonna get worse. You know, you're only going to hurt yourself even more because then you're going to create these scenarios in your head. Oh, well, maybe, you know, excuse me, maybe she just needs more time. You know, maybe she's just not ready. Well, that, I don't think that's the case. I don't think that any type of hurt, pain, trauma should last more than six to eight months. I don't care what happened to you. Unless you've been overseas fighting in the war and you come back and you got PTSD and your mind is just mentally just like completely fucked all the way up. I don't think that uh, a breakup or anything of that nature should last more than six to eight months. Because at that point, you are choosing to live in the past. You're all, every, your outlook on life is always going to be negative. You're never going to move forward and you're always going to be holding yourself back. And then you're going to be sitting there questioning and wondering, why is this always happening to me? Why is my life not going anywhere? Why is everybody else happy? It's because you're choosing to live in the past. You're choosing to be sad. You're choosing to hold on to the shit that hurts you when you should have accepted that shit, let it go, forgave the person that hurts you, and continue your life. That's the only way that you're going you're gonna to do anything. You know, That's the only way you're ever going to be happy. That's, that's all there is to it. And then you, once you once you do that, you know you have to have this positive outlook of life. My life is going to change because I want my life to be better. I refuse to accept anything less than, than who I am, what I'm giving to you. If you can't give me in return what I what I've given to you, then this isn't going to work. Regardless, whether that's a relationship, a friendship, family, anybody, you know anybody you come in contact with. If I'm giving you 100%, I expect 100% back. And if you can't give me that, then I'm sorry, this is not going to work. Because I'm not going to give 100 just for you to give 75. That's not going to work for me. I've been there, done that, like, and I refuse to do that again. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah.
oh, trust and believe. This isn't my first time being in a situation where I was willing to give everything to get half. And, um... And it should never be that way. Yeah, and because it should never be that way is why it upsets me the way it does, I think. Because I'm, in every conceivable way, just so fucking, you know, exhausted from the effort. Have I replied the right way fast enough due to how serious this conversation may be? Have I shown my commitment? Have I valued their time, their, you know, appreciativeness of what's going on in this moment? And, you know, I've had past relationships that it just, it was really similar, actually. I think that's my my toxic trait, my devastating habit, is that I'm so easily wrapped up in the fantasies that I construct in my head and the possibilities that could happen that I let myself give too much and receive too little to the point where I hit this crazy negative downward spiral that only leads to issues that I'm not equipped to handle. You know, I've got so many things going on at one time that if any one thing all of a sudden is just devastatingly negative, it can throw off the entire balance of my life. And I wish I could say that this was an isolated incident, but if I'm going to be completely honest and just reflect on, you know, my adult life, I have a habit of letting myself get invested in someone or something that's not going to invest in me. And when I realize that there's no mutual investment, I am then crushed by that information. And I don't know what to do anymore. I just spin out of control until something happens that'll stabilize me. And there's no telling what or when that'll be. I'm hoping that this new opportunity with this job will be enough of an anchor to keep me from doing anything too irrational and will keep me grounded enough to be able to move on without anything that will deprecate my lifelong situation. But honestly, at this point, there's no way for me to really know where I'm going to be when this is said and done. I kind of have to just take it moment by moment and day by day and just hope for the best as it comes. Because I'm aware of the fact that I'm not 100% in control right now. Because I have my issues, and they are very commanding. My awareness of them is enough to keep me focused on what I can focus on. But the severity of these issues is strong enough to where I can't assure even myself that I'm going to come out of this on an upside. I understand that, and the best thing that I can I can say to you um, in this particular situation is to reach out to your friends, you know, reach out to family, reach out to the people that are close to you, find somebody that you can talk to, and I'm not talking about somebody that's going to talk at you, I mean somebody that's going to sit there and really just listen to what you have to say. Uh, and that, that's what people need. People need somebody that's willing to listen. Uh, people don't need somebody that's going to try to tell them what to think or what to do. I'm one of those people, I will give my opinion, I will give my advice. And people don't necessarily want it, they don't need it, and that's fine. I'm going to say what I have to say, but at the end of the day, I want people to know that you can come to me, you can talk to me, and I'm going to listen. I'm going to hear everything that you have to say because you don't need one, you don't need to hold that in because I've been there. When you bottle stuff up and you just hold it in, 
it doesn't, it not only just affects you, it affects everybody else around you because clearly everybody else can see that your mood has changed. You are different. And then you start to get irritated. Every little thing starts to irritate you. And one day you just snap and you just blow up. And everybody's like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Who is this person? Like, where did all this anger come from? And it's like, oh, this anger has been building up over time. And it's because you, you have not just sat down and talked to somebody. You have not sat down and just released everything that, that's been hurting you. And you haven't fully embraced the pain. And I think that's the issue with a lot of people is that they don't feel like they have somebody that they can go to. They don't feel like they have a support system. And that, that right there is the reason why I highly recommend going to, to counseling or to therapy because when I did it, it helped me a whole a whole hell of a lot. You know, there are moments where I'm like, I'm a grown ass man, but yet I'm sitting on this couch crying because I'm choosing to to face my fears, to accept all the trauma and the hurt, you know, to to embrace that pain. And I think that's what a lot of people need is Sometimes you, you literally just need to sit there and cry and just own the shit that has happened to you. Own up to the things that you've done to cause the shit that you've gone through. And what led me to this point? How did I, you know, how did I get to this point? Why am I here now? You know, these are the type of things that people need to be talking about. Um, and that these are the things that they don't talk about because people don't want to be weak. People don't want to be vulnerable. People don't want to allow other people in because they're afraid of what being hurt. And then you get you get stuck. And then that's why you have people that are severely depressed. Um, find you a support system. Don't just solely rely on your job to, to hold you down, you know. Find those people, find your family, and talk to somebody. Even if it's a good day, you know, it can be the littlest thing. Text somebody about it, call somebody. I woke up today and I had a really good breakfast. Little things like that. You know, find little things that, that make you feel good. I got a haircut today. Do you like my cut? Yeah, I like it. I got paid today. Hell yeah, I got paid today too. You want to go grab a drink? You know what I'm saying? Like, finding little things to make you happy, that, that to excite you, and just building that, that positive outlook. And you know me. Uh, I'm a very positive person. <laughs> you know, I don't allow any negativity in my life. Especially when you get in my car, man. Woo! No negative vibes. <laughs> no negative vibes at all. But, you know, I live this very carefree lifestyle because I'm like, you only get one life. And why, why spend your time stressing? Why spend your time worried about all the little things and all the bullshit when you can be out here doing whatever you want to do? Like, and that's how I live my life. And people look at me like I'm crazy, but I'm just like, look, I'm having a good time. I'm happy. I have no problems. Nothing is stressing me out. I do what I want to do. I'm living my life. People can judge me. I don't care. They can say whatever they want, they, they want to about me. I don't give a fuck. This is, this is my life. I'm living my life. Are you living your life? Hell no. Why? Because you're worried about me. You hate on me. You're literally, you're judging me. You know what I'm saying? So, back to um, our previous conversation. I, there's a couple things that I want to talk about. Uh, there were some things that you mentioned that uh, I just felt needed to be discussed. Um, one of them, I guess, would be dating. For me, uh, I I would say, you know, 
you talked about your toxic trait. Uh, my toxic trait, I guess, at this at this moment in time, is just, I guess, being a hope. I don't know. Um, you know, I have multiple hope ventures. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it feels like to be in a relationship just because I choose not to allow myself to feel things for other people. Um, this goes back to what we talked about, about me being vulnerable. Um, I don't allow myself to get attached to people or connect to people um, just because I've been hurt. You know, there's nothing, there's nothing worse than heartbreak. And so for me, you know, that's why I, I go around a lot, I hook up with people um, often, is because I, I get the pleasure and I get the attention that I need or whatever for the time being, and I'm, I'm okay with that. I'm satisfied, I'm happy with that. Um, and there are people that look at it like it's wrong, which, yeah, technically it kind of is wrong, but at the same time, I'm not hurting anybody. And the person that I'm hooking up, hooking up with, they're not hurt. They get what they need, I get what I need. Um, but then there are those few times where, you know, you meet people and they say all these wonderful things and you, clearly you can tell that they have feelings for you. Um, but I'm one of those people, all that mushy, gushy bull crap, I just, I just block it out because I choose not to accept it. Uh, you know, and I mean, it makes me feel weird because I'm like, ugh. I feel things for these people, but I, and I shouldn't. You know, I don't want to feel these things. I don't want to feel this way because that, that I just can't put myself back in that situation. Um, so I'll tell you a story because this is bad choice and good stories. Um, a bad choice that I made was falling in love with my best friend. I fell in love with my best friend my sophomore year of college. Um, I denied it time and time again, year after year. Um, I even denied it to myself a couple of times, um, which was really bad. And my relationship with this person uh, was just so toxic that it started to affect my friendships. I didn't lose any friends. Um, I sort of kind of pushed my friends away, pushed them to the side. Um, when I told you that I was madly in love with this man, there was nothing that I would not have done for him. Um, there's nothing that you could have said bad about him that I would not have denied and defended him. That's how, that's how I felt, you know. And it, was, it got to the point where it was really bad, where I was, I was finally ready to, to just let it go and remove myself from the situation. Um, but for some reason, I, I stuck around, you know. Even through all the bad, even when I started to notice all the little things that were tearing us apart, I still stuck around. And it, it hurt. And then that, that day came that I, that I dreaded, uh, that I had dreaded for so long, um, where he finally told me that he did not feel the same way and that nothing would ever happen between the two of us. Um, and that, that, was, that was it. You know, and that, that day, my, my heart shattered, but, you know. And for the people that know true heartbreak, to have the person that, that you love, that, you know, you've given all of your time and effort and, you know, all this attention to, just shut you down and completely just rip you apart, you know, that, that's, that shit sucks, you know. <laughs> like, 
that that shit absolutely sucks. Like I cried for days, you know, and and I know it was bad because my dumb ass listened to all the songs that I had saved that we had enjoyed together, and it just made it even worse. But you know what? I grew from that. Uh, I got my counseling. I did what I needed to do. I made new friends. I brought new people into my life. And I, I had finally sort of kind of moved on, you know. And life was, life was going good. And what really sucked and made it harder for me was the fact that this person continued to, to try to be my friend like nothing had happened. Um, like nothing of what they said or did to me meant anything whatsoever. It was like, oh, well, screw you. I don't care. I'm telling you this is the way it is. This is how it's going to be. And I'm going to continue to live my life. And they didn't care about my feelings or how I felt, what, what I went through. And so that, that right there let me know that this person truly never really cared about me from the beginning. This person didn't give a damn about me. And that was when I knew it was time for me to just completely be done and to move on with my life. And that's what I did. And, and here I am now, you know, I live this carefree lifestyle. Yes, I may have all these hookups and whatnot. And yes, I may not allow people to get close to me or, you know, or share my feelings and emotions with these people that I have these intimate connections with. And that, but that's okay. Because at the end of the day, when I feel that I am I'm truly 100% ready to just be vulnerable again, and I feel that this person is not going to hurt me, this person is actually going to be there, then I will, you know, I will do that. I will be, I know that I'll be able to open up and to do these things. But what I'm not going to do is get intimate and open up and be vulnerable with the stranger that I'm hooking up with. Like, that's just not going to happen, you know. You came to fuck, I came to fuck, so guess what? We're going to fuck, and there's not going to be no fucking feelings, you know. So, like, that's, that's, oh, that's what people don't understand. But, yeah, like, heartbreak, man, shit sucks. That, that's all there is to it. Um, now, all of you know this story. Um, so, if you've ever been in love with your best friend and you've had your heart broken, hey, join the club, because... <laughs> Shit's wild, man. Uh, the second thing that I wanted to talk about is finding a way to cope and to move forward. Not only is it important uh, for you to have that support system, but it's also important for you to love yourself. Uh, because if you don't love yourself, nobody else is going to be able to love you. And you definitely won't be able to love anybody else. Uh, because at the end of the day, it's all about you. You know, it doesn't matter about anybody else. When you come home at night, when you lay down in your bed, it's about you. Did you have a good day? Were you happy today? What did you do today for yourself? Did you do something for yourself to help boost your self-esteem? To help boost you as a person, as a whole? You know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter whether or not Johnny at work noticed your haircut and thought it was good. It doesn't matter, you know, if... Barbara thanked you for holding the door open. At the end of the day, it's about you, you know. It's about whether or not you feel good about yourself. Um, it's about whether or not you, you wake up in the morning 
and say, hey, it's a brand new day. I'm going to get dressed. I'm going to look good as fuck. I'm going to take my ass to work, and I'm going to have a great fucking day. And when I come home, I'm going to kick these shoes off. I'm going to grab me a drink. I'm going to sit on this couch and watch TV, and I'm going to be fucking happy. That's, that's what it's about. You know, at the end of the day, I love myself. I'm happy with who I am. I'm not going to change myself for anybody. This is me. Take it or leave it. And that's kind of how I, that's, that's, that's how I live my life, you know, <laughs> this, this carefree spirit, attitude, whatever you want to call it, I, I don't really care, I know who I am, you know, I'm not changing myself for anybody, you know, and that's, and that's kind of why I feel like I've, I've continued to be on this whole venture, uh, which I've slowed down on my hope for anybody that don't know, um, I'm not out here just slinging dick for the whole world anymore, um, I ain't slinging dick for nobody anymore. Uh, I'm out here by myself. Uh, but the reason why I haven't dated or been in a relationship is because I just have not found anybody on my level. You know, I'm I'm wild and you can ask my friends. It's, <laughs> I, I'm one crazy son of a bitch. Uh, so I don't I don't think I found another male or female uh, that is on my level of crazy and weird or an openness, I guess. Um, so I mean, dating has always been a challenge for me. Plus, I don't use Tinder or Bumble or Hinge. Uh, those things don't work. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, dating apps are just for people that want to fuck. Um, that's all there is to it. It's just an easy way to fuck. Uh, really building a connection with somebody is just meeting them, just going out to the mall or going to a bar or a club or the movies or whatever you may have it, um, which is funny to me. And it's funny that I said that because I'm one of those people, I don't, I don't necessarily like to go out. Um, you know, I only go out if my friends want to go out. And yeah, plus I'm an awkward person. Like I'm a, I'm a big ass black dude, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like <laughs> most people, most people don't just walk up to me and just think, oh, this dude's going to be nice and friendly and loud and whatever. You know, no. And then people see me, they're like, oh, I'm not gonna fuck with him. Like, he's a big ass black dude, the fuck. Plus, I ain't got no game. Uh, my game is weak. <laughs> now, see, now, I say that, but let me tell you something. Like I said earlier, whole venture, let me tell you, <laughs> body count's high. I be fucking, okay? Man, I can't, if I can't do nothing else, I, I, can, I can lay down some dick. Uh, sorry. Uh, to all the parents <laughs> listening, uh, mama, if you listening, you didn't hear that. Uh, to my father, be proud of me because your son's putting in work. Uh, but be grateful that he ain't, ain't got no grandkids. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I have no game, uh, and it's not until after the fact that I realize that people have been flirting with me and making passes at me. Because uh, I don't pick up on those things either. Uh, even though I'm, I'm a very observant person, I clearly can't pick up when people are flirting with me or whatever the case may be because I'm just a dumbass, I guess. But anyway, um, so yeah, the, I think that's all that I have to say. Um, is there anything that you would like to share or say? <laughs> I'm, I'm done. I, haven't, I have no more secrets, people. <laughs> My book is closed right now, okay? Until next time. You know? For this particular episode, I feel like I've said all that I can really say. You know, there are still plenty of uh, 
bad choices and good stories that I would love to share with this audience. But I feel like this episode has a very, you know, specific, unique theme, and none of those stories are going to enrich that flavor. Well, I'll tell you one thing. My choices will forever be bad. I don't care what anybody say. We're all going to make mistakes at every point in our lifetime, so <laughs> accept it. Um, but, well, if you have nothing else left to say, I, I have nothing left to say, and I'm not going to say any more um, on this subject. Um, if you want to know more, you know where to find me. Um, but yeah, thank you, McGuire, for coming out and sharing your bad dating experience. I don't, I don't know. Whatever talking stage, I don't fucking know. Whatever, whatever y'all people want to call it. Um, I just call it a bad, a bad experience altogether. A bad um, choice and a good story. Yeah, <laughs> that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm gonna use that, the title of this show, in every chance I get, okay? Uh, so prepare yourselves. But anyway, thank you for coming out. Thank y'all for listening. As always, remember life sucks, then you die, the shit don't get no easier. Especially after you graduate college and high school, you go straight to work and then you work the rest of your life. You know, then you start having kids and making a family and then then life really goes to shit because then you got to raise this little bitty little bitty thing until they're 18 and then they get older and they move out and then you're getting old crippled and dying and all this other stuff but anyway uh y'all have a good day good weekend whatever and remember be 